What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com, where you can get all of our great podcasts, articles, reactions, all that stuff. Tim Daniel, as always, joined by Sean Mackey. We're diving right into the free agent frenzy, the recap of everything that's happened so far, now that we're about 27 hours into free agency, and... um. The whole league has changed in that short time and that day in three hours. So we're going to just break down it all and give you our insights. And we're also going to talk about the whole Kawhi Leonard and what's going on there as well. So, hey, without further ado, check out the show and five-star reviews go a long way for us. So check it out. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes and this is Tim Kittrell from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. Well, free agency is officially here. And Sean, it was obviously nuts to start out like it always is, but a little more than normal this year. Um, let's just go ahead and say that even though they moved up to 6 o'clock, there's still no such thing as tampering because obviously that was not the case because we knew most of this stuff by like 4.30. Oh, yeah. some some of, A lot of it the day before. <laughs> so, like, we knew Kimba was leaving. We, we knew he was going to go to the Celtics. Like, that was that Yeah, we was knew that dumb. like Thursday. Well, here's the thing, though. With, like, Kimba... You knew that he met with the Hornets, they couldn't agree on anything, and that was his only option. That was the only place he was going to go that was going to, you know, pay him big money that needed a point guard. So, but man, like, I know we say this every year, we say free agency is just absolutely crazy, but this definitely uh, was probably one of the most nuts 24 hours i've ever seen especially the first couple of hours were just absolutely absurd i mean it was like the nba hit a reboot button and just everything was just redone yeah i mean which, I kind of... which was fine which yeah. is fine you know i think it's you know it keeps the nba fresh it's one of the few leagues like you and me and you talked about this the other day about how you know baseball is is locking players down for 10 15 years and i mean it's like there's no fun in that this is so much more fun when you know you can check your phone at six o'clock on on june 30th and and everyone is moving literally everyone literally everyone literally everyone so i mean the biggest the biggest news that we found out uh i want to say it was within the hour of six o'clock was that kevin durant would be leaving Golden State to sign with the Brooklyn Nets, along with Kyrie Irving, which was already a done deal weeks ago. Um, I kind of still thought he might... I didn't really know up until that hour. I'll be honest with you. I wasn't sure if it was going to be Knicks or Brooklyn. I had a feeling it was going to be Brooklyn, but it was just kind of back and forth. What were your initial thoughts about that? So when they made... Uh, when Woj put the thing up that Durant was making his announcement on the boardroom's Instagram account... At first, I was like, oh, man, if he's making it that quick, he must be staying. And then I thought about it, and I was like, ah, no, probably not. So, um, Probably not. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people thought the Knicks. I didn't really think so because it didn't seem like they had anyone else coming. There wasn't a Kawhi. We knew Kyrie was going to Brooklyn, and we knew Kemba was going to Boston. And I didn't think Durant was at a situation where he probably doesn't want to do this on his own. 
Um, so I definitely thought that it was down to Brooklyn and Golden State. I think the more I thought about it, um, if you looked at the colors on the announcement, uh, there was no yellow, there was no blue, you know, there was nothing that's kind of like, there was no like Kevin Durant's come back to Golden State reports. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he wasn't, he would have done that anyway. Even if he was going back, he wouldn't have, you know, put up a bunch of colors and stuff to hint at that. So, but, uh, I'm not shocked about it. Um, no. The Brooklyn Nets, who have been kind of a punchline for the last, you know, nine years mm-hmm. since they, they, they whiffed on LeBron in 2010 when they were, quote-unquote, front-runner tremendous during their meeting front with runner him. Front-runner tremendous. Front-runner tremendous, which I think should be a New Year, uh, uh, a Brooklyn Nets blog name. Um, yeah, why isn't it? I don't know. So I feel like somebody should have jumped on that. Um, but uh, this is huge. This is so huge for the Brooklyn Nets, a team that was so decent last year, um, especially with rebuilding with the pieces they had with Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. Um, unfortunately, you know, uh, D'Angelo Russell is being moved. We'll get to that later. But uh, this is like a this is this is going to be a really interesting team. I'm not quite as optimistic about this squad as uh, I am some of the other teams that might be, you know, being put together as we speak. But um, it's going to be an interesting couple of years. It is worrisome. Um, I, I'm definitely not a believer that they'll win the title this year by any means. I think no. uh, that's definitely obvious. I think it's going to take a little bit. But really, you know, with or without Durant, it's a pretty good roster. Um, you know, guys like you know, Kyrie come in, Anthony Tolliver comes in, uh, Garrett Temple comes in um, to go with Karis LeVert, Jared Allen. They drafted Nick Claxton. Um, you know, really, that's pretty solid group right there. Before you even oh, add yeah. Kevin Durant, and uh, so that I think that's exciting stuff for them. I feel I, I don't know. I'm I'm not quite as optimistic about Kevin Durant. You know, returning. You know, a year from now, and being the player that he was, and I don't think we can expect that just because of how devastating this injury has been uh, to other great players' careers. Um, but it is still one of the biggest gets ever. I'm not going to compare it to LeBron in 2010 because it's not the same thing. Some people are comparing it to that on the internet, and it is not the same thing. You're not getting the best player in the world who's going to come out there next year or in a couple months and just start playing with you. You know, with two other two other great players, it's not it's not the same situation at all. This is I don't know. It's one of those things where I think Nets fans should be cautiously optimistic for the future, and I think they're going to have a really great year. And we'll get to see if uh, if Kyrie Irving is uh, you know really a, a great player to lead a team or someone who is basically toxic. Well, <clears throat> I see what you're saying, and obviously that's understandable. But can we just be like positive about something here? I mean, sure. they got Kevin Durant, so they do. They do. Let's not rain on this. I'm, I'm not raining. I'm just. I'm you're just kind of raining. I. I. Yeah, because he's not going to play for a year, man. I mean, it's not. This isn't to me. This isn't. I, and I don't know what he's going to look like. You know. So I'm. I'm. You think a seventy percent Kevin Durant's bad? No, no, I don't. I don't. But you know. I'm, it's just, it's a long way off. So, you know, it's like, it's like getting, it's like knowing you have a Christmas present under the tree, but you can't open it for an entire year. So, you know, it's, it's just a little, I don't know. It's just kind of a little bit deflating, but this is a huge day. Yesterday was a huge day for the Nets. Um, obviously with, uh, 
obviously with you know getting these two stars and uh, DeAndre Jordan, another guy we're not talking about. I think uh, I think he's a nice piece to add to that as well. So and you're gonna have Jarrett Allen coming off the bench. I think uh, I think they're gonna have a really good year. So, but um, a lot of other players moved besides these guys. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely the story of the day. Um, so let's give them props for that. I'm also really impressed Kyrie and Katie agreed to take less money to get DeAndre Jordan. Yes. Because the contract's not great. Let's just go no, ahead and put it out there. It's not. It's but not. <laughs> um, overall, you know, this is a great day for Brooklyn. I'm happy for them. I hope that they're optimistic. I hope this goes the way they want it to. Um, you know, I hope that Kevin Durant does come back. And even if Kevin Durant's an 80% of himself, I'm happy for that. So... Yes, you're right. Though a lot, a lot definitely happened. Um, man, there's so many places we can go for the next team to talk about. Um, I do want to talk about New Orleans because I think what they did was awesome. Starting with sure. JJ Redick, two years for 26 million to add to yeah this already great off season they've had with between the draft and, and they, the Laker and the, trade and and they needed some some vets. Yeah, <clears throat> so. J.J. Redick, and I don't think, I think we're at the point on J.J.'s career where he wouldn't have signed there if he didn't see something from that group. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a guy that's never missed the playoffs. So it's a, it's a chance for him to really go in there and maybe be a little bit of the leader. He can have Zion Williamson on his podcast one day, Brandon Ingram on the next, Lonzo Ball on the next, and I'm all for that. I think that's a lot of fun. Um, so also... You know, they get um, Derek Favors, um, it looks like, on a sign-and-trade as well. So, overall, I think New Orleans just keeps adding to this excellent offseason they've had. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, they've arguably had the best offseason already. I mean, it's, it's... I don't think it's arguing. I think it's basically it. It's, 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 pretty, it's pretty great so far. I mean, we, we still have to wait for the Lakers, you know? We have to right. see what, what, if, they, if they can finish the deal here, because otherwise I'm going to have to tip my hat off to them. But um, for doing the unthinkable. But, uh, yeah, I think the Pelicans, they're going to be a lot of fun. I wish they'd get some new jerseys, though, guys. I think I think it's time for an upgrade on the logo. I think it's time for some new jerseys. We need to – I don't know. There's just nothing fun about it. They need some, some 90s-esque jerseys. I think that's what we need to do with the Pelicans. Put a, you know, put a cartoon Pelican on there. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Those Put a fun. cartoon. Your 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 way of changing the Pelicans is putting a cartoon Pelican. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I mean, it did Got wonders it. for the Raptors. So even even the players on the Raptors would have rather worn those cool jerseys from the nineties this year. So um, another another big name. I and I, I just want to kind of cut to the chase with this guy, Al Horford. Man, Al Horford going to the Sixers. Ooh, that's love it. I do love it. I especially love that it spurns the Celtics, as we know. Uh, four years for, uh, what is it, 109. Yeah. So now you can kind of have him there to keep Embiid improving. When Embiid sits out, you can have him play the stretch five. But in this situation, he goes back to his original position. So I think that's a huge thing for them. Uh, not only that, obviously the Jimmy Butler trade. So they get Josh Richardson in that trade. So we're now looking at a starting five of... Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, um, Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris going back there, yeah. Al Horford and Joel Embiid. Right now, I would say, depending how things shake out, obviously, because everything's going crazy, I would think with Brooklyn being without KD for a year, uh, not knowing what's going on with Toronto, I would think right now the, the Sixers have to be the favorites in the East. Eh, I'm still going to... 
I might. I think I might still tip it off to Bucks right now. I mean, they did lose a big player, but I, I don't know. Another year under their belt. Uh, it just kind of depends. So, um, you know, losing JJ obviously isn't great, but getting Josh Richardson, I think, actually, who I think might be a better fit with this team than Jimmy Butler was, just because, I don't know. I think it's one of those like too many cooks in the kitchen kind of things with those guys. I mean, he did he did very well with them last year. Um, but, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what Josh Richardson could do there. I think, I think he's going to be a fun player with mm-hmm. them. And, uh, as Kyle said last night in our group chat, this team's going to be tall. Yes. They are going to be huge. So, um, that's, that's going to be great. And it's, it's funny, like, you know, the one, the one guy who could, you know, really kind of stick it to Joel Embiid this last year was Al Horford, and now he's teammates with him. So, right. So that's going to be interesting. And I also, you know, I'm really glad to see Al Horford go back to like playing the four. So, which I don't think he's done in a few years. Not in his Boston tenure that I really remember. No. no. So, I mean, I'm sure he did for the Hawks for a while at points, but. Uh, you know, I mean, he was, he's a natural four really. So yeah. he just kind of got shoved into playing center as soon as he got in the NBA. So, um, but, uh, huge move for them. Um, Derek Rose. Yes. Going to Detroit for two years. Um, yeah. We heard, we heard rumblings about this the other day and it happened. Yeah. How about Derek Rose getting a two year contract, man? That's awesome. Uh, uh Yeah. He's uh he's he's get, still getting them checks, man. So uh you know I think he's kind of I don't know how many more years left he has in him, but uh you know getting another two years going to back up Reggie Jackson. Who knows? He might end up starting for part of the season. You never know. So uh, I think that's a good deal. Him on two years, fifteen million. Um, Porzingis agreed to a five-year, one hundred and fifty-eight million dollar contract with the Mavs. Yeah, and the Mavs were also part of the Jimmy Butler trade. Yes, they were. So they are getting uh, Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones Jr. Okay. Nice. Nice little pieces there. Sure. Um, I guess, the, you know, so the rumor was, uh, you know, we went to bed last night thinking that trade was done. Yeah. And that Goran Dragic was going to the Mavs. Yeah. And that was not what happened. So, no. Yeah. That's, that's got to be awkward, like, the first day you go back into practice, you know? <laughs> It's like that Palgasol Chris Paul trade where they're like, oh yeah, yay, pal, we we didn't we didn't trade you, no, the, the, we we did actually, <laughs> but the NBA said nah. So so you still want to be here and win a couple championships? So Porzingis, this this five year deal is the biggest deal in Mavs history, actually, for a guy is, who hasn't played a game for him yet. For a guy who has not even played a game for them yet, so it's gonna be interesting to see how that <clears throat> that turns out. I'm I'm hoping for the best because Porzingis is great and. Seeing him with Doncic, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. This, the NBA is gonna be fun this year, so I'm I'm very excited. Um, our Chicago Bulls made kind of a surprising move yesterday. I'm 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 pretty cool with it though. Thad Young agreeing to a three year deal, forty one million dollars. What do you think about them uh, picking him up? So at first I was a little off about it, but the more I think about it, the more I really like the deal. Yeah. Um, I think the Bulls have had a really good offseason, truthfully. I think getting Thad Young, um, a two-way player, which they don't have a lot of, this is a guy who started basically his whole NBA career. I always forget that he was traded from Brooklyn to the Pacers for what ended up being Karis LeVert. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was. Yeah, that's he pretty was. interesting. Um, they get, you know, obviously the draft, getting Kobe White and getting Daniel Gafford. I like those picks. And then getting Tomas Sadoransky today, 
A wow. career 40% three-point shooter. The way the Bulls are talking is he's going to start. I don't know if that's the right thing to do in that situation. So he's getting a three-year, $30 million deal on the sign-and-trade. The Bulls are just giving up a couple second-rounders. So once again, the Bulls fleece the Wizards. Um, I'm all for this. Yeah, the Wizards have, have just keep becoming a, a bigger punchline every day. So, and I don't know why they're still hanging on to Bradley Beal, but we'll get that's for another day. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Bulls have had a quiet, nice little off season, especially with the draft and and these two deals uh, over the last couple days. And then uh, watching uh, watching the New York Knicks sign a few uh, <laughs> a few of their scraps for a lot of money over the last couple of days has just been absolutely hilarious let's, do you want to go do you want to go straight into the Knicks let's go straight into the Knicks because oh, I, I I can't even imagine so let's go ahead and start from the beginning <laughs> let's just start from when so, do we go back when we go back to like 1985 like when, Bernard, <laughs> when they end up getting Bernard King and he's and, and he's all run down and 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 then you know years later yeah they end up And then years later, you know, going out and getting Amari and that not working out, or Antonio McDice in the late '90s and him not being very good, or Carmelo Anthony and none of that working out. And I mean, like, just God, dude, this is yeah. And so today, so yesterday, we went to the free to the day with the thinking the strong possibility that the Knicks were going to be still in the market for Kevin Durant, sure. um, like we said earlier. We find out he's going to Brooklyn. We find out Kyrie's going to Brooklyn, who in February, we were all basically like, oh, yeah, those guys are going to the Knicks. You know, that's happening. DeAndre Jordan just got traded there, so. we, we Yeah, and we talked about it. I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, a matter of for fact. For months. Yeah, yeah, they're going to the Knicks. That's it. I mean, we, we didn't know this, this Brooklyn thing was even a thing until, you know, a couple months ago, so. Yeah, crazy. so. Here's how, it, and it gets worse. First off, you listed all those things, which is really funny. Did you hear that thing on Bill Simmons' pod today, where he listed all the times the Knicks had a quote-unquote fresh, like restart? Oh, it's it's all the time. Yeah, Every couple of years they restart. And it was like I was like thinking, about, I was like, man, this Knicks for thing can't get any worse, right? And someone brought up, I saw someone shared the article of when like Stephon Marbury's dad died at a Knicks game, and no one told him. Oh my god, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was like, they're like, oh yeah, like just keep playing. Like no one told him his dad had a heart attack during the game or something like that. I was like, this is the worst franchise ever. And so, <laughs> here's no, it gets worse. It gets so much worse today. Actually, not worse than that, but basketball wise, like on the court wise, it gets worse. It's bad. So they signed Julius Randle's three years, sixty-one million. I don't, I don't hate that deal. I think it's that's, a fine deal. That's a fine deal. It well, I should they say had, they had. Now, if you if they if they were smart, that would be all of the money they were going to burn. That would be it's the third year is an option. It. Yeah, that, yeah, that would be it. This this deal would be it. This would be their big move. You know, fine. But they just kept going. Yeah, and then they signed Taj Gibson. Here's before we get to the rest of the players that sign. So they signed Randall. They signed Taj Gibson, and then they release a statement apologizing to their fans about striking out. What are you telling Randall and Gibson in this situation? Like. Hey, guys, we didn't really want you, but we didn't really have the money to go anywhere else, so here. Well, well here's the thing. You know, Taj Gibson, you know, probably on a tail end of a career right now. Uh, he's from New York, I believe. So for him, uh, you know, it's about getting those checks at the end. Julius Randle, he's going to have a chance to start on this team. Um, which well, is shit, great. I hope so. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, he hasn't necessarily had that chance all the time. You know, he's always been kind of competing with stuff, and I, I he's going to start over Taj Gibson, 
and Bobby Portis. Yeah, Bobby so how Portis. Mu- so how much did Bobby get? Um, let me find the deal real quick. I was I was shocked, absolutely shocked to see that they signed three players that played the same position. Wait, you were shocked that the Knicks, the Knicks, yes, I'm, I, signed three guys. Still, still, still. I I can't say I was shocked. So Tosh Gibson got two years for twenty. Julius Randle got three years for sixty-three, and Bobby Portis got two years for thirty-one. And then they go and get Reggie Bullock for two years for twenty-one. I like Reggie Bullock fine. Thought the Lakers really should try to make a move to get him back. Nice little backup shooter. They get Wayne Ellington two years sixteen. Okay. And then they get Alfred Payton two years for sixteen. Yeah. So. I think Alfred Payton was the cherry on top of this whole thing. The Knicks go from, guys, it's fine. We're going to get Zion. We're going to get Kyrie. We're going to get KD. To We got Alfred Payton, Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis, and Wayne Ellington. That's really what, yeah. But here's the thing. Um, I will say this. I think this is RJ Barrett's time to shine. Oh, without a doubt. So, I mean, you know, with the weird deals they have, if he comes out and plays his ass off and, you know, you know, becomes a, you know, 18 point, 20 point score in the next couple of seasons and just proves himself to be just a fun garden player, I think they'll be okay. Garden guy. They'll be okay. Yeah, he's a guard. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good garden guy. So, and Randall, I think he's a good piece for that team. Uh, Alfred Payton, you know, he's going to be backing up Dennis Smith Jr. That's fine. Um, You know... they, they, they shouldn't have spent all the money they had. They should have taken back some, some bad contracts, got some picks, did the right thing. I don't know why they spent all of their money. They were like, oh, shit, well, we got to gotta spend it all tonight or, or else it goes away, right? <laughs> I, think, like, is, I think if I remember correctly, they, had to, like, they were at the point where they had to spend money as far as like being able to play basketball. Well, I mean, yeah, but you don't you, you could sign some some you know players to some some smaller contracts than that i mean i i don't think that bobby portis is worth 15 million dollars a season to back up no julius randall and Tosh gibson <laughs> why <laughs> why is that so deep why is your power forward <laughs> it's Dude, so stupid so and I want to get to the Hornets next, just so we can knock the bad franchises out and just the bad off seasons. Sure. Um, but honestly, man, like I think James Dolan has taken the seat of like Mike Brown of the Cincinnati Bengals as far as just the worst owner in sports. He's just he's up there, Donald Serling. I mean, oh, Serling. Mm, mm, yeah. yeah, yeah. I Obviously. feel what you're saying. Yes, but yeah. he's up there. He's he's definitely up there. He needs to sell the franchise. I mean, it, it, they've become a joke and. You know, Knicks fans don't deserve this. No, Knicks Knicks fans are huge basketball fans. They're they're basketball intelligent people. And not only that, it's it's good for the league when New York is in the playoffs. Without a doubt. I mean, I I've never been a Knicks fan. I never will be. Never. Uh, you know, because of my, you know, allegiances with other teams, but uh I I'm miss seeing that team in the playoffs. Yeah, I think I miss, uh I'm missing them in the playoffs. So uh, Anytime I th- I'm like, God, being a Bulls fan sucks. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't root for the Knicks, so you don't root for the Knicks, exactly, exactly. So let's talk about what happened over in Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a radio spot today in Wilmington, North Carolina, and 
I just blew this whole thing up. So, first things first, before we get into this, I'll put the disclaimer up. I understand that the rookie contract is why Kemba Walker didn't get paid a ton of money. Okay, let's get this out of the way now. How is Terry Rozier in his three-year contract going to make one more million dollars than Kemba Walker did his whole tenure there? That is unacceptable. It is stupid. Now, don't get me wrong. It's great they got something sure. instead of Kemba Walker just walking you get nothing. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is... Terry Rozier is a career 39% shooter from the floor, not from three, from the floor. Kyle mentioned that earlier. Patent stats to Kyle Brandon there. This team is still paying Nick Batum. This team has not seen Malik Monk develop at all. You know, Sean, this two years in the NBA, he hasn't started a single game. I did not know that stat. That is, that is shocking. Yes. Bismack Biombo still on this team collecting a ton of money. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, still on this team collecting a lot of money. Not a very good athlete. Um, this is just not good at all. Everything is bad in this Charlotte situation. Except for, like, P.J. Washington. But really, their player development sucks. We it does just, suck. We kind of get on the, like, other than Kemba Walker, who have they developed? Who has Charlotte developed? Think about that. No one. Right. It's like... Like, n- like not before... I mean, I mean, they haven't really developed anyone besides maybe, uh, you know, when it was the Bobcats and it was Gerald Wallace. I mean, that was like that was it, you know, and that was just because they someone had to score some points. And let's not forget, <laughs> it took Kemba Walker like four years to become Kemba Walker. Yeah. yeah so, it did. yeah, so, this yeah, is not, it's not a good developmental franchise at all. Love your jerseys, guys, but that's about it. Yeah, the best thing Michael Jordan has done since he's became the owner of Charlotte is get rid of the Bobcats. Get rid of the Bobcats, which was that was smart. That was smart. But um, Michael Jordan is the Michael Jordan of bad ownership. He is. He. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. So um, let's kind of move on. Let's 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 take it down to uh, to Florida, Orlando. Honestly, I've really liked their off season. Yeah, yeah. I really I mean, have. They, they've, I mean, they've, they've, yesterday they, they got a few guys back. They got Terrence Ross back. They kept four years. Vooch. They kept Vooch, who was, you know, a big trade chip for them for such a long time. And they're actually bringing him back. Uh, they, they pulled, uh, they got Al Farouk Amino yesterday. I love deal. them getting Al Farouk Amino. I yeah. love that deal. So, um, they're, you know, they're kind of on the up and up. So, and they still have Aaron Gordon and everybody. So, a little bit excited uh, for that team. I still think uh, they'll be the only team to finish above 500 in their division next year, just like last year. Yeah, yeah. I think they're. I, I think they're developing their their younger players too. So that's uh, that's good. And we'll talk about the Heat too. So Butler has. So are are you surprised that Butler um, wanted to go to a team on his own? 2019, no. Yeah. But in 2012, if you had been like, hey, Jimmy Butler's going to play for the Heat, I would have laughed at you. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him for wanting to go down there. I mean, it's, uh, you it's know, South Beach, man. It's South Beach. He's going to have great weather and everything. But uh, uh, Hassan Whiteside, gone. Moved out. Yeah, traded um, I, today to Portland. He, he was traded to Portland today. Josh Richardson's obviously gone. Uh, dro- uh, uh, 
Roddick's still on there, so even though he was traded last night, he's he's back. So yeah, um, Bam out of bio. Bam, I, I imagine will be Tyler into Hero. A starting role. Tyler Hero, yeah, he's gonna be there. So uh, roster's still not that great. Not that great. Not super enthusiastic about them. We'll have to see. Uh, you know, you know, kind of kind of watch Tyler Hero in summer league and see if you know he might be able to do something but i i don't know i'm not super pumped about uh, this was this was about jimmy getting paid and jimmy going to a, yeah. a nice locale i don't think it's anything more i'm not i'm not really buying that jimmy's about winning all the time <laughs> no. anymore Did you, so i was watching yesterday i was watching the jumps free agency special and uh nick Ferdell, who used to be covering the bulls for espn and covered the wolves for a little bit so he covered butler in two different cities was like, look, guys, he's like, this whole Jimmy Butler's all about winning thing, we can stop that. Like, Jimmy likes the money. And again, I'm, I've been on here a couple the past couple weeks, and I've said, if an athlete just comes out and he's like, hey, I'm hitting this thing for the money, cool. Fine. Fine. Do your thing. You earned that. I'm proud yeah. of you. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah. So I'm not going to be mad at Jimmy Butler when it's like, well, he never won a ring when he went to Miami. Like, but he got paid. Yeah. And I think we can get past that point now in the NBA where, sure, everyone wants to win a title, everyone wants in their legacy, but just because a guy wants to get money doesn't mean he's not a competitor. No, no, and he's going to compete every night. Yeah, uh, we've but, known but, this for years. But I, like I said, he could he could have went a few other places if he wanted to get paid. I'm just surprised, you know, like especially with all this linkage to L.A. And um, we'll get to that later. Um, but uh, you know, not even. You know, just going straight from Miami as soon as he can, mm-hmm. so which is fine. So that um that picture went back up around the internet yesterday. That uh was it from like 2011? He was in that magazine article, like things I'll never wear on Miami Heat jersey. Yeah, <laughs> and hey, so think about this. You remember the Heat was one of the franchises that retired 23. Yeah, and Hassan Whiteside's gone, so he's gonna wear 21 there, right? I guess he will. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's I guess that's gonna happen. So and Dwayne that's... Wade's not coming out of retirement for this, guys. No, and nor should he. No, nor should last he. Year's, last year's thing, just let let it go. Yeah, um, agreed. I want to move on to another uh, Central Division team. Uh, Indiana Pacers, hell of a day last night. I think the Pacers have had. You know, we talked about the Bulls and how, that great offseason they've had. I think the Pacers have kind of had a similar one, but with better players, obviously. Except yeah. for I don't think Goga is better than Kobe White, but that's neither here nor there. Sure, sure. Um, you know, they get Malcolm Brogdon for five years, 25. They go get Jeremy Lamb, who I know we joke all the time, that guy was traded for James Harden. But Jeremy Lamb isn't terrible. And, you know, the money they got him for is not bad. Yeah. This is a team that got TJ Warren on draft night for a second-round pick. Yeah. So, really, I've loved all the stuff the Pacers have been doing to really kind of build this team for a while. Victor Oladipo is coming back. I think the Pacers have done a great job. Yeah. I think Brogdon is going to be a, a great player. Yes. I mean, Ricky Rubio has been linked to the Pacers for weeks now. And, uh, I, oddly he ended up going to the Suns. We'll get to that later. <laughs> but, uh, the, uh, the Pacers, man, I, I was just, I was kind of shocked that they were able to pull this out and, and do it. Cause I mean, I'm a big fan of Malcolm Brogdon's Me game. too. Very big, a great shooter, good size, uh, smart NBA player. Eighty-five million. I think he's totally worth it. I think that's 
a great deal for him, and I think he is going to be. I think he's one of those guys who compliments your other players too. Yeah, and I'm really excited too. Um, he's a true point guard. Xavier alum Edmund Sumner, who has been playing for the Patriots the past couple of years as a two way, got a three year contract from the Patriots today. So did he? Yes. Very nice. Very nice. I'm really stoked for Edmund. I'm working awesome. on trying to get him on the show at some point. Working, okay. working my magic. Of course. You yeah. got a lot of that. You got a lot of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a um, few other little things here. We had uh, George Hill. Let's talk about the Bucks. So the Bucks are basically, you know, for the most part, they're running it back. Uh, fine. Brooke, yeah, Brooke Lopez signs back. It's a lot more money than they made last year. And and Robin Lopez. Yes, so they're together for the first time since they played at Stanford. We're gonna get the we're gonna get the Lopez brothers back together. Love it. I, love it. I do love it. I'm super stoked about that. Love both those guys. Me too. I think that that's gonna be a ton of fun seeing those guys play together again. How they're gonna use it basketball wise, I don't know. Um, but it'll be interesting. So George Hill comes back. Uh, Chris Middleton comes back, which Milwaukee basically had to keep him. You know, like you have to, especially. With his all-star season, his connections, he's good pals with Giannis. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't piss off Giannis in the next year. No, no. And I mean, and I think I think the the Milwaukee Bucks have done a really good job. A great job, of, yeah. I agree. Uh, uh, you know, of putting talent around him. Also, that new arena looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, so, I mean, it's it's becoming, I mean, for, for Giannis, I think it's an attractive place to stay. I hope he stays there. I don't. He's a player that I'd like to see in Milwaukee for a long time. Yeah, I mean they do lose Nikola Mirotic, but he's going to go play in Spain. He's going to play yeah, for so Barcelona in the every, Euroleague. So, ever, so everybody misses out on him. Yeah, so which is crazy because like he was like, I saw places they were talking about him getting like forty, forty-five million this off season. So yeah, I mean, you know sometimes you know you want to go home though. You know, if it's oh not I get home, it. It's it's I I understand. So yeah. Um, so, let's move on to. The, you want to go? You want to go out to the West Coast and talk some teams? Yeah, I really want to talk about the Kings. I've really Kings, loved yes. everything the Kings have done, man. Oh my god! Um, so Harrison Barnes comes back. Uh, for let me see if I can find that deal again real quick. So four years, eighty-five for him. So he basically got the money Brockton got. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't have any issues with that. Um, they then they go and get Dwayne Dedman, who yeah. is a solid player. You know, he was kind of. Not talked about a lot in Atlanta, but he was in Atlanta when they were losing. Very solid. Yeah, but it was really good in San Antonio for a few years. They get Trevor Reza, who's an awesome vet, who everyone in the NBA has wanted Trevor Reza on their team at some point. I think every fan base has been like, man, Trevor Reza would really fit on my team at some point. It's happened. Yeah, he's a he's a glue guy, man. For like, sure. He's just, he's, just, he's just one of those guys you know, who can go out there. He's got a lot of playoff experience, championship yeah. experience. Um, they get Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph, yeah, that was another weird one. So they, yeah, they they got a they got some some really good deals yesterday and, and bargains uh, too. Like Rashawn Holmes, two years, ten mil. Oh yeah, that was a cheap one. Yeah, that, was, that wasn't bad at all. Yeah, they they did some really nice smaller. They weren't they weren't flashy moves yesterday, but I am I, the Kings are going to make the playoffs next year. I think so, man. I really I, think so. And I I think I think they're going to. I think this is happening. Yeah, between so. I didn't see what their numbers are um, post-trade when they got Barnes last year. But if you think about this team right now, really, I mean, it's not, you know, Fox, Heald, Barnes, and all those guys I just named. 
it's pretty solid, actually. It's a pretty good team. So I know Richard Ivanowski, who's a good friend of the Shot Callers team. I've been seeing his tweets pop up in my timeline. He has been thrilled to see everything oh, the Kings yeah. are doing, which yeah, he's been, can't he's blame been, him. He's just been going on and on for the whole day. So uh, yeah, I've been reading a lot of stuff. I think he's the internet's favorite Kings fan. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. I think he is. Yeah, he also he's... gave us a good iTunes review, so he'll so... always get shout-outs from me. Oh, yes. I like that a lot. Yes. Um, Which you should do, too. I should. I should. I, I, uh, I meant the listeners, but you're every, fine. Yeah, you well, can, too. Well, I need I need to give us a good review. God John, damn it. How have you not done that yet? <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't use iTunes. <laughs> That's why. I'm, an, I'm a dirty Android user. That's God, why. be a fucking adult and get a real phone. You know what? My phone was like a grand when I bought it, and it is beautiful, and I don't care what you think, and I can do a lot more on it than I could on an iPhone. Yeah, whatever. So let's now talk about the Utah Jazz. You got you got VR on that iPhone? Do I care about VR? You should. No. It's the future. It's 2019. Grow up. Grow up, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk about the Utah Jazz speaking about growing up? <laughs> sure. Yeah. All right, so Utah, a team that also, I think Utah right now, you know, depending how everything shakes out with the Lakers, I don't think even the, even with the Warriors getting Russell, I'm not ready to say they'll be back in the finals. Uh, I think this could definitely potentially be a gap year, especially because Mark Stein's reporting that Golden State might be moving him, um, which I don't think is going to happen. But Utah goes and gets Boyan Bodanovich. They yes. get Ed Davis, and obviously they traded for Mike Conley. You know, I make fun of the Jazz a lot because their fans are psychopaths. But it's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. <laughs> they're crazy, man. They are. They are. But Don- Donovan Mitchell is—he's the—he's uh, <laughs> the next coming of Jesus. <laughs> so, <laughs> what does that say about Nikola Jokic? He's the second coming of Will Chamberlain. Pretty much. He's Will Pretty, Chamberlain, the second he's, life. He's yeah, he's another one people go just go ape shit over. But really, dude, I think right now, like I said, so depending how everything shakes out with the Lakers, um, I gotta think right now I have the Jazz as a favorite in the West. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're and obviously they're bringing back their two most important players too. So. And Mike Conley. And Mike Conley, like an actual, an actual, honest to god point guard who can shoot distributes yeah. add some toughness he's had uh, a lot of experience i believe they uh, did the grizzlies make it to the conference finals one year they did yeah, yeah they the did. first yeah. year of the warriors dynasty okay, yeah yeah so they're gonna be in great shape this next year I, I i like i still like uh quinn snyder a lot i do too um so good coach um utah dude they still got rudy gobert Still got Rudy, and you got Ed Davis backing him up. I like that a lot. So yes, I think I love I, this team right now. Yeah, they're uh, they are they're see a lot of a lot of good things happened yesterday for a lot of teams besides the Knicks and Charlotte. Shout out mid market teams, man. Yes, mid market teams yes. making moves. A lot of good ones, fun ones. Yes, shoring up the the rosters. Yes, so. Portland signing Lillard back, keeping on his supermax, keeping oh, yeah. him in town. Getting Rodney it. Hood back, trading for Hassan Whiteside. I actually like Hassan Whiteside on that team. I do too. I think especially for an expiring. Yeah. Um, not that it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. The 2020 free agent class isn't jaw dropping by any means, but there are some. You know, the Draymond Greens are out there and guys like that. Um, but I think really Portland's really kind of hit this well, hit this really well too. 
And here's the other thing that like oh, it's been talked about a little bit. Portland seems to be the team that keeps being connected to Kevin Love. If the if the Cavaliers decide to trade him, which I don't think they will yet. Yeah, it's even become like a running joke with him, hasn't it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, you know, a lot of people are saying this is the opportunity where they could potentially move Nurkic. You have Love for another two years, two and a half years, if you get him in, if you get him in February. So I don't see how that works by any means, but I wouldn't be shocked if at some point Kevin Love's place for the Blazers. He's from Portland. Uh, so I think that's part of the reason. I think everyone thinks if you're from your home city, you got to play there. Hey, Anthony Davis, how you doing? Um, <laughs> but I, I think Portland right now is really kind of, even with signing that Supermax, they really have a lot of different flexibility they can still do here. So I'm pumped for them. It, you know, I know they lost to Farouk Aminu, but even you know, getting Nas Little at 26 was a steal. It's going back to the draft. So I'm in. I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, they're they're lot like like I said, like a lot of good teams or mid mid level teams just really had a day yesterday. But... And then there's the Suns. And then there's the Suns. Yes, <laughs> forever will be the Suns. Sun, sun's gonna sun. Mm-hmm. Sun's gonna sun. So they end up with Ricky Rubio. Yes. Um, I three years, fifty one million. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate Rubio going to that team. I don't either. I mean, on paper, this team doesn't look bad, but I know they're going to suck. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, is there any way they're going to be good? No. So right now we're looking at... <laughs> no. So... <laughs> I mean, right now, look. So point guard... Point guard's definitely better. Not just Rubio, but getting drafting for Ty Jerome in the draft. Already an upgrade over what they've had since the Eric Blitzer, Brandon Knight, Ron, guys like that. Um, the other nice thing is Devin Booker will finally be able to play off the ball, which yeah. like he hasn't done since like high school. <laughs> yeah. I think he did a little bit of Kentucky, but it wasn't much. Um, so, and then you have Aiton, obviously you have Cam Johnson who was drafted way too high, but it's still a really good shooter was the best shooter in the draft. So, you know, if all goes right for Phoenix, Sean, they might win 24, 25 games this year. Man, what a respectable team. Yeah. Yeah. And another shitty draft coming up, too. Yeah. I shouldn't say shitty because, you know, they're still good players, but not good. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um. So. Golden State? Golden State. Let's talk Golden State. The, once again, the shocker of the offseason. This was one that. You Two and, years in a row. I, you and I both woke up to this one yes kyle had texted us so i heard i mean we'd heard that you know he had said kyle said something earlier in the night about so durant's probably gonna do a sign and trade the nets are probably gonna end with d'angelo russell and i was like whatever yeah jokes on me obviously um right now if you look at it if clay thompson comes back it's almost like they're going to run like a college basketball team like three guards two guys bringing the ball up the court and they rotate it between Russell and Curry, um, and then, you know, Draymond, and they got Looney back today. They did. So. Very, very small deal for Looney. I was really shocked. Wait, yeah. I think he, he just he wanted to stay. Three years, 15 million, I believe, I think. Yeah, he was not. I, I feel like he could have got more from the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're probably right there. 
Um, <laughs> and then they trade Iguodala, which I think Iguodala got himself traded. Or Iguodala knew he was getting traded and just let it all out. And just let it all out. Which yeah. is fine. Well, and and obviously there has been a lot that's come out over the last day about how, you know, Kevin Durant felt disrespected. Let me tell you something. Kevin Durant was leaving regardless. I agree. He was leaving regardless. He had this all planned out a year ago. He was leaving regardless. So don't, you know, even if he feels like he's disrespected, they're going to retire his jersey after he... They're retiring it already, yeah. Yeah, so... Well, no, they're just not going to... Yeah, they're not going to raise it to the rafters, but... Let's just go back to... Let's never forget that Clippers game when the meltdown happened, the first one. When the camera catches Kevin Durant saying, this is why I'm out. And then there's all these reports from anonymous Warriors players talking to reporters like, yeah, there's no way he's signing back after that meltdown we just saw in the locker room. So, And plus he signed a one-and-one. So you knew yeah. like LeBron yeah. used to sign one-and-ones all the time. And Look, Kevin Durant needed to win some titles for his legacy. Yes. He's one of, he's one of the all-time greats. You know, This is his he, Miami. This is his Miami. Yeah. And I'll be honest, we'd be looking at him totally differently if he was still on the Thunder roster and – not winning yeah agreed we would look we would look at him as a completely we would just look at him as a perennial loser so did you see that picture his brother posted of the nets durant jersey yeah i did it looks cool it does it does it looks good it looks good yes that's gonna look good on him so not as good as not as good as the sonics jersey but (laughs) but pretty pretty nice kyle i had another conversation the other day too about so i have a lebron lakers 23 jersey which is now outdated but like isn't that kind of like the real fan jersey? Like, you know, like now he's going to wear six, but. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. It, it could be the real fan jersey or the discount jersey fan. Mm-hmm. We'll, ne- we'll never know. Yeah. I'm we'll waiting to see. Uh, Nike hasn't started releasing a number six Laker jersey yet, so. Yeah. Lance well, Stevenson's like, what about me, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, a few other things. J.J. Berea. Went back to the Mavericks. He's never leaving there. Yeah, can we talk about the Mavericks real quick? Because I know let's, a lot of let's, people let's go were. Back to the Mavericks. Uh, I know a lot let's of people were talking about the potential that Kemba Walker could be there, yeah. and I necessarily didn't hate the fit, but I think I had a hard time really believing his skill set along with guys like Luca, really kind of taking the ball. Like because yeah. Walker's really never been in that situation. Even when he was at UConn, he didn't have that. It was always him. Like he was a guy who touched the ball in every situation. And now in Dallas, like they run their offense through Luca. So I think I had a really hard time seeing that play out. I think it would have been cool to try it out for a year and maybe then try to trade him. Um, but yeah, I think he definitely made the right decision, uh, being Kemba going to Boston. Um, I think, you know, like we said, JJ Barea going back for a year. This is probably his swan song. We're probably getting up there now. Oh, yeah, he's 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 coming off a ruptured Achilles. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's thirty five, so yeah, this is it. This is his last year. Um one one player we didn't talk about, Enos Cantor going to the Celtics. Yes, yes. So, so Boston he went there in a He's their he's their uh, Al Horford replacement. Yeah, I really don't love this Celtics roster though. I mean, no, not at all. Man, Kimba's Kimba. They're gonna love Kimba there though. Yes, they are. I think they, they already absolutely, do. Absolutely, they are. They they're already in love with him. I mean, that video that Bill Simmons posted, <laughs> the, driving Kyrie to the, the Mad airport. Max one. <laughs> yeah. I saw. Um, was it Windhorse the other day? I was talking about. Um, there was like that map. There was like a map that came out, and it was like most hated player in every state. And I was like, up in like the whole like new in the whole New Hampshire, Massachusetts area, Kyrie was the most hated player in that whole area. 
Wow. (laughs) And he hadn't even left yet. Well, it's because everybody knew he was leaving, though. That was the that was the that was the issue. Everybody knew he was leaving, and the the fact was, they were such a good team before he arrived there. Yeah, and they really do feel like he he screwed the te- the chemistry up with the team. I really feel like if he hadn't done that whole thing where he was like, "If you guys will have me, I'll sign back," this probably wouldn't have gone. It still would have gone bad. Yeah. yeah, it still would have gone really bad, but not as bad as it did. Yeah. It it's uh, they are they really don't he's gonna he's gonna just hear just so many boos when he comes. Oh, back. Oh, dude, that's gonna be an awesome TNT game. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let him have it. Every so. time Kemba scores, they're gonna blow up. Every time Kyrie scores, they're gonna touch the ball. They're gonna boo. It's gonna be not LeBron to Cleveland the first time bad, but it's yeah. it's gonna be interesting. Oh yeah, it might be Kyrie to Cleveland first time bad because that was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. We didn't talk to Seth Curry. He went to the Mavericks. Yeah. That was that was an interesting one. Yeah, I think the Mavericks have done a pretty good job uh, with what they have. Yeah. Um, you know, they did, They weren't really in this. They, I mean, see, it's, we heard some rumbling that they were in the superstar market. But, you know, they weren't getting Kawhi. They weren't getting KD or Kyrie no, or like that. No. They I have a superstar. Think, they do. They do. Yeah, so I think the Mavs could really potentially make a push here. I don't necessarily think they're done. Um, I gotta look at their cap situation. You know, is Boogie Cousins a possibility for that team? For the Dallas Mavericks? Yeah, I one hundred percent believe he is. Yeah, I mean he, that 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 feels that feels really good. That feels right. <laughs> so I feel like they somebody is going to slightly overpay Boogie, and it's going to be right at the end of this. But I think we're going to wait until the the final chip falls before we see Boogie land someplace. And I think he's weighing his options as well, too, because, I mean, he wants to get paid, you know? So, um, Yeah, because their money, really, I mean, Porzingis signing that max. He's getting 27 mil. Tim Hardaway is getting 20 mil. That's an expiring. Courtney and Dwight Powell, you know, 12 and 10. And then they signed Max Kleber today for his um, – Yes. So that's 7.8 mil. Yeah. Um, Cap holds. You know, Dirk's gone, obviously. Trey Burke. Um, and then – so they are still – Wow, they still got some good money. Yeah. Yeah, they they got a little bit of money to work with. So yeah, I think that would be a great place for for Boogie to go. Not sure if he will, but um, let's talk about the rumors here. So there's one guy, one guy who who hasn't uh, who didn't commit yesterday. Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. Was, I know. Where is Lance going to go? Have the Pacers after they can bring him back yet? I I feel like they should. He's only good when he's there. Right. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so Mr. Kawhi Leonard did not take any meetings yesterday. No, he did not. And the only conversation we've heard about him having is with Magic Johnson, which Harrison Fagan shared a report from somebody yesterday talking about the conversation. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. So Uncle Dennis was in the meeting. Yes. Uncle Dennis and Kawhi met with Magic Johnson, and... An, un- an unsanctioned member of the Lakers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what the fuck? This is like... like Rob Palinka's like, Jesus Christ, like, it, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that came up. So did you see the... Um, apparent- so first off, they, he was like, Kem- I guess Kawhi asked, did you try to trade for me when I was in San Antonio? He said, absolutely. Yeah, he's like, absolutely. We just couldn't make it work. Um, also Popovich was not going to move him to the Lakers. That's... Yeah. He hates the Lakers. Yeah. He has his Lakers hate. Very well known. 
Um, and so then Uncle Dennis apparently asked um, why everything happened, why he called Rob Plinka backstabber, and if it's still like that. And I guess Magic said, no, we just all care about the Lakers being the competitive. And, you know, I guess the other thing, too. Now, here's what's interesting. I think this is a really good point that Kawhi asked. He said, if LeBron James gets to bring his own guys for training, do I get to bring my guys? And the answer should be absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Yes. You can do whatever you want. Yes, because truthfully, the Lakers have basically put themselves in a situation where, you know, it's Kawhi or bust. And honestly, I know a lot of people are like freaking out about this and they're really upset they haven't went and gotten anyone else. I know they got Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels is fine. Um, but I'm kind of all right with it because you have to, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, I mean, either way, you have a, a, you know, they did sign somebody today, didn't they? Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels. They did sign one Troy year, Daniels, two point so. one mil. Okay. Okay. So really they, good they shooter. Signed, they signed Troy. They have Kuzma. They have LeBron. And they have Anthony Davis. And Taylor Horton Tucker. Uh, yes. Um. So, but you gotta wait. Everybody's off the board now, except for Boogie. Which and... is very much a no. That's not true. Because. There's a lot of talks that Andre Iguodala is getting bought out by the Grizzlies. That's true, and I've heard he has interest in going to the Lakers. I've heard the Lakers and the Rockets. The Lakers and the Rockets. I'm hoping the Lakers yeah, with him, I, just because, you know, he's living in California. I want the Rockets to end. Yeah, the uh, that team. Um, I was really surprised that Clint Capella wasn't moved yesterday. Yeah, I thought New Orleans might have interest in him as far as a trade, but... I mean, and they, they totally whiffed on getting Butler yesterday. So I don't I don't they know. They tried what to bully they're... the Sixers into a sign and trade and they Sixers yeah. do a sign and trade but to Philly. Yeah. Well, I mean, who would you rather have? Oh, I agree. Capella or Josh Richardson. I mean, I would I would rather have another shooting guard, you know. In this NBA, a, yeah, I agree. He's on an okay contract. Uh Clint Capella is kind of overpaid right now, so especially for the season he had this year. So, um but uh Kawhi, I don't it's going to be Kawhi or bust obviously for the Lakers. If he joins them, they are going to be. Uh, I mean, this is this is going to be probably one of the, one of the greatest super teams ever ever established. Um, do you think Kawhi cares about his legacy though? Like going to a team like that? Do you think that he has reservations about teaming up with other stars? No, I think, um, think so? I think we've heard that discussion before. But if he did, I don't think he'd be this deep into the conversation with the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, it sounds – I mean, a lot of people are still saying that he might you – know, they still think he's going to go to the Clippers. I I don't understand he going – and he, and he could. I don't understand going to the Clippers. The Clippers have a lot of flexibility going to the future, but you don't have anybody else that's really going to put you over the top. I mean, obviously, Kawhi going there makes them an automatic contender. Sure. Just like he makes Toronto an automatic contender or San Antonio an automatic com- contender. But this guy um, literally just won the NBA Finals basically by himself with another guy who not too long ago took a team to the NBA Finals by himself Yeah, in Anthony Davis. I think that – I do think that there's a really good chance that they're going to end up with Kawhi Leonard. I'm not going to guarantee it. I'm not going to promise it. But I think that we wouldn't be at this point now if it wasn't, you know, a serious candidacy. 
Uh, we wouldn't see all these guys go off the table if this wasn't the possibility. I don't think the Lakers would be doing this if this wasn't what they thought was going to happen. Yeah, I think I think they're they must be getting some good intel because I mean yesterday we we just we watched every I mean there was so much talk over the last couple of weeks, especially through Harrison Fagan's site, uh, Silver Screen and Roll, just about you know talks that the Lakers are interested in this player and this player and this player and this player. It was like D'Angelo Russell. You know, Butler, it was pretty much every player. Brogdon, you know, I heard every name, and it was just like, all of them are now someplace else, so this is it. This is the end game for them. Yes. But if they didn't think they had a legitimate shot at Kawhi, they would have made another move yesterday. Completely, completely, completely agree. I think that that, you know, I don't, like, I think that that's the most logical point in this. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well... Even if they get Kawhi, how are they going to fill the team out? And really, like, okay, so it's Chris Broussard, so I know to take that at what it is. But he reported that Iguodala's buyout, he has interest in going to the Lakers. Rondo has offered the vet minimum. They just signed Troy Daniels for 2.1 mil. So if you say, let's say they get Kawhi, Iguodala, Rondo, and then you add Daniels, that's four players on top of your LeBron, THT, Anthony Davis, Kyle Kuzma. And so that's what ten players now. Yeah. So you only have to add like three to five more. And now, do you get a mid level though? I think Rondo was the mid level. Rondo would be the mid level. So, but okay, okay. Which you know, I don't, I don't know that for a fact by any means. I'd have to really, but a lot, you know, that's what the report said. And obviously, we know Chris Broussard was the guy. In fact, that said in 2012, LeBron James will play for the Chicago Bulls. He guaranteed it. I, mean, I think DeMarcus Cousins, I think if he he can get the mid-level again, I think he might go to the Lakers just to team up with that team. Yeah, play with Boogie again. and Play with Boogie again, and he's friends with Anthony Davis. Uh, I think I could see him doing that, but unless he can get that, I think he goes probably someplace like Dallas that's got some, some cap space. Or maybe the Knicks will throw him some money. They need some more big guys. Never not going to get old. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we're going to get Kyrie and KD and Zion. You got Julius Randle and Taj Gibson. Yeah, we're going to get Draymond next year. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where we're at. (laughs) So you mentioned two guys that are still on the board that haven't been picked up yet. Obviously, you know, Kawhi being number one. And then Boogie, Boogie might be the second best player available right now. Am I crazy to think that? Yeah, uh, that, that he is. Let me see if I can look at the free agent tracker. The guys who have not signed yet. By the way, Denver giving Jamal Murray the max, bringing back Paul Millsap. Uh, I don't, I don't like the max for Jamal Murray. I think they kind of had to. Yeah, they had. I to. don't really love it either. I know a lot of people do. Well, I, I just mean, don't love they, Murray like people do. I don't love Murray either, um, or the Nuggets. But I think the Nuggets are probably the biggest threat to get to the NBA Finals next year in the Western Conference. You know what it just screams? Exciting what? basketball. A Western what? Conference Finals with the Nuggets and the Jazz. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it does not. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it doesn't. No, I think I think if uh, LeBron can get to the playoffs, I think he's gonna will some team to the the conference finals. So I, he just needs to get there. You just get him there, and he does the work. Right. So even at even at age thirty six this year, thirty five. Thirty five. Yeah. Thirty five. So. Um, you know, he's, he's still going to get somebody there. And as long as Anthony Davis stays healthy, which he has had a kind of a bad track record with that over the years, um, I think they'll be in good shape. If they get Kawhi, I, I'm really confident about them. But I think, I think the Nuggets are really the team to beat right now in the West. I'm still leaning towards the Jazz. The Jazz? You think the Jazz are a better team right now than a team that got to the Western Conference Finals? The Nuggets didn't get to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The the semis and lost to Portland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who would you, like? If do you want to go? That was, that, was, that went that went seven though, didn't it? It went seven. Sure, but they still lost. They still lost, but they they had a great year last year. Yeah. So like the Jazz, you know, Conley's there now. Yeah. Mitchell, the two-time Defensive Player of the Year, reigning. Nikola Jokic can't play defense, so you know. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I'm going to give them the edge over the over the Jazz. That's fine, you know. I'll give them the right now. I'll get I'll give it to them. I I don't know what this Jazz team's going to do. I mean, this is another team. This is a team that's got another year of chemistry under their belt, and they they resign people. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna count them out just because we don't like them. <laughs> I'm not even saying that. I think you're underestimating how big it is that Mike Conley is playing for Utah now. I know, but he's also old, man. You know, and he's he's coming off. You know, he had an injury season two years ago. So, I you know I'm not. I don't know. I mean, anybody can get hurt at any time in the NBA. You know, we can't think about that. But at the same time, when you're old and you've gotten hurt a couple of times, and I, I don't know. I just I'm I'm I think they're going to be good, but I don't think they're going to be as good as the Nuggets. Here's a terrible article that's hilarious. Um, this is from the Big Lead. This is their top 10 free agents that are available. Rajon Rondo at 10, Danny Green Whoa. at 9, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Enos Cantor, well, he's signed, Marcus yeah. Morris, Willie Cauley-Stein, yeah. Jabari Parker, Kelly Oubre, yeah. DeMarcus Cousins, Kawhi Leonard. There's a big drop between 1 and 2 there. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Cauley-Stein on a Lakers team. I think he'd be a nice... nice I will pass little... on that every day of the week. You'll t- you'll pass on that every day. I'm saying just bench player, bench player coming off. Not saying starting. I think if you could get him for the minimum, I think that would be great. But I don't think he wants the minimum. No, because he told the Kings flat out like that he thinks he can get more money than he just he's not that good. The NBA. No, he's not. No, no. Like I just don't understand it. I think he's. I think he's a fine bench player at at the minimum. But that's that's it. If you can't get him for that, then no. <laughs> you are very underselling him. But <laughs> I mean, no, no. He's no. he's better than the minimum, but he's still bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. So we're basically now on Kawhi watch. Um, <laughs> there's there's no other way to put it at this point with everything that's happened. So. I think it'll be done by the end of the week. Well, I probably I feel like I need to carry my podcast podcast equipment with me everywhere. Yeah, just in case it happens, because I want to be on top of that. Well, he's I guess didn't he say that his meeting with Toronto was on Tuesday? Uh the Clippers is tomorrow. The Clippers is tomorrow. When's he talking to Toronto? I think that's the last meeting. 
That's the last meeting. Is that also tomorrow? Let's see here. We're obviously we obviously know every Kawhi move right now. So let's see here. He's meeting with them last. I guess I'm I'm assuming that's probably going to be Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So he's not taking any. T he didn't take any meetings yesterday. He's announcing on the fourth, man. Numbers. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna ruin our holidays. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. At least we'll all be off from work, you know? Yeah. And that's that's good. It'll probably be when I'm in a movie. Probably. Yeah. It's always the most inopportune time. Yeah. When someone gets traded. All right, so any final free agency touches before we get out of here for this? No, we covered a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we didn't I mean, we didn't even cover all of it, but, I mean, it's it's a lot, all the major things. So... So many things of, and it's funny, like a lot of the, the moves we talked about, I'm going to totally forget about mm -hmm. until the season starts. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to be like, man, where's Seth Curry playing? Once I turn on yeah, 2K yeah. for the first time in September, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, yeah. yeah. I have to play one of those 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 rounds of where do I play at? <laughs> right. Where's this player play at? So Yeah. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this free agency so far reaction show of 48 Minutes Network. Um, so... You know, please be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, where we just had a lot of really, a lot of really cool content the last couple of weeks. Um, five star reviews really go a long way for us. We are on Kawhi Leonard Watch, like everyone else. So when this does happen, we will have a podcast, probably at the worst within hours. Um, so we're keeping an eye on it. Hopefully, everyone enjoys their Fourth of July, and uh, we will talk to you all soon.